0: Welcome to the second episode of Fool's Guide to the Occult, Do Ut Es. I'm sorry, Do Ut Des. I'm Hector.
1: And I'm Luxa. And today we are giving praise to the Morrigan, a goddess from Celtic mythology.
0: And according to Mythopedia, the Morrigan, or Phantom Queen, was a fearsome Celtic deity and Irish goddess of death and battle. Uh, a trio of sisters who appeared as a crow. She was the keeper of fate and the purveyor of prophecy.
1: Morgan, also known as Morgu, the anglicized form of the Gaelic Morrohain. Scholars have disagreed as to the exact origin of this name, um, but some have linked it to similar words across Europe. Uh, Mor has been linked to Proto-Indo-European a word meaning terror, like kind of as in like nightmare. And reogaine, uh meaning queen, sounds a lot like the Latin uh, regina or regina.
0: Yeah, she is sometimes known as the great queen or the phantom queen. And as we pointed out already, she is found primarily in Irish folklore.
1: Um, some archaeologists think that she was worshipped before the Copper Age, um, maybe in slightly different forms. Um, and may have been the dominant or the great goddess um, across Europe for a while.
0: Yeah, I guess Lux already went into the uh, etymological roots of this, but uh, one other thing we could say is uh, some people have tried to link uh, the Morrigan to Morgan le Fay from Welsh literature and often found in like the um, Arthurian. Uh, Legends associated with um, Merlin and so forth, uh, those don't really show up until around the 12th century. And as Luxa pointed out, she's been around much, much longer than that. So it's possible Morgan Le Fay was inspired by um, this goddess, but definitely not the same character.
1: Yeah, while we were doing research on her and looking for like appropriate offerings, we found several people who claim to give her praise, but they do so as Morgan Le Fay, um, and the Morgan are not—that's not technically the same thing. Um, she is associated with war, battle, and fate, sometimes delivering premonitions of a warrior's death. Something that later led her to associations with uh, the Banshee.
0: Yeah, so though she foretells death, doom, and she can also inspire warriors to acts of bravery and victory in battle, Morgan is believed to know all and occasionally share this knowledge, but not without a price tag. She also is capable of piercing fear through the hearts of enemies.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, she's also been portrayed as uh, the goddess of earth and sovereignty, like basically like the sovereignty of the land, you know, um, as well as fertility sometimes, primarily the fertility of the land and its like animal life. Some also consider her to be the patroness of revenge, magic, priestesses, the knight, and witches.
0: She is sometimes seen as a crow or a raven, but um, was known to be able to shapeshift into a variety of forms. She could be a beautiful maiden, a warrior queen, or an old woman, though she could take other forms. Those are just her most common. And in most depictions, she is often uh, shown as wearing black and usually a strikingly beautiful yet intimidating uh, young woman.
1: Um, she's often presented as a trinity, a triple goddess, um, the three sisters, the three Morgana. Um, all the sisters have different names, but it's like the same goddess. I think you see this in a lot of other traditions, too, where there's different names for this d- different aspects of the same thing, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, you find that all over the place, actually. Um, she is also known to have the ability to shapeshift. I mentioned that already.
1: <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Reinforce it. Yeah. Some archaeological evidence suggests that she is associated with the number three. Um, so vessels that are found with like older depictions of her are often um, shown having like three lines of energy coming from her body. Hmm. So cool. That that number just keeps cropping up. Um, okay.
0: Hey, it's the best number.
1: <laughs> all right. So here is another definitely not sexist at all mythological tale. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> so this is the much simplified myth of Ku Ku Hein Ku Ku was a warrior who the Morrigan fell in love with, uh, but he did not return her affections. Uh, so this made her angry, and she vowed that she would take revenge. So she decided to increase his strength first, but she had a hard time working her magic because she needed the person to be close, this warrior. Uh, so she used her shape-shifting abilities to appear to Ku as a bull and then as an eel. But neither of these things worked. Uh, so she decided that she would become an old lady. And by the way, I don't think I'm saying this name right, so sorry about that.
0: Yeah, uh, it seems like Greek to me is... Uh... Uh, Gaelic to you, huh?
1: Probably. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm not going to pronounce it well either. Uh, uh, upon, uh came upon her again and was milking a cow. She gave the warrior three sips of milk which increased his strength. He came across her again and this time she was at the uh, side of a river uh, washing his armor which is considered to be a death omen. And the warrior died in the next battle. And as he did, uh, Morrigan landed on his shoulder in the form of a crow. And all knew that she had sided um, with his adversaries. You know, I feel like in the modern day, it's like men losing their shit when a girl doesn't love them. Uh, so this is actually like kind of refreshing, right? Yeah. <laughs> the opposite
1: i don't know man i feel like uh this is something that comes up a lot in modern and past like you know culture about like oh you know don't scorn a woman like she'll go crazy and murder you as a crow i don't know
0: (laughs) i guess i don't know it just seems like in real life it's uh Men that are more, more often <laughs> behaving like idiots well, like that, you yeah, know.
1: I mean, maybe that's true. I don't know. Everybody's an individual, though. Everybody, I don't
0: know either. Maybe everybody's I'm. Everybody's an totally individual. Full shit. I Whatever. don't know. I don't think that's true either. Jesus. <laughs> Some people are not individuals. They're all drones. <laughs> Something about pop culture.
1: Yeah, that's right. Okay, so some pop culture representations of the Morgan include things from uh, the Darkstalker and Dragon Age games. Uh, She shows up in Marvel Comics and in Dungeons and Dragons, where she appears as the Raven Queen. So while (laughs) researching, yeah, there you go. (laughs) While researching for this episode, I came across a modern polytheist priesthood of the Morgan called Korukathaboda. Maybe something like that. Uh, they had this to say on their website about the goddesses, like modern relevance. And I thought this was kind of cool. So I want to include it. All right. Her primary role is as a goddess of sovereignty, teaching us to honor and to fight to protect our sovereignty, both personal and collective. She also continues to act as an ally for warriors in our time, including all those who put themselves in the line to fight for what they love and value.
0: This includes military service people, uh, martial artists, and uh, other physical fighters, but also can be inclusive of uh, activists and advocates and all manners of people who find themselves uh, faced with choices that require a warrior's courage and commitment to fulfill whatever their course of action is. She has wisdom and power to share with all of us through her message that every one of us is uh, descended from heroes and warriors somewhere in our ancestral lines, and that each, sorry, that we each, uh, that we each. I didn't write
1: this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh
0: huh. And that each of us carry uh, heroic blood within us, waiting to rise up and carry us to greatness. When we dare to heed the morgan's call and come to her as kin she will claim us as her own and help us find our heroic strength within us to use so that we may be of greater service
1: all right so what are some symbolic representations with the morgan
0: mm, there were actually a lot that i found but i wrote down a few that um i thought were pretty clear and uh had obvious associations as far as stones go, there's garnet and ruby, obsidian, which makes sense, like uh, lots of weapons and stuff are made out of obsidian, um, and uh, clear quartz.
1: Which is good for everything, right? <laughs> quartz is good
0: for blah. Quartz is good for Morrigan.
1: Shout out to you, Kevin, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> Always. All right. Um, plants. We've got dragon's blood, which is a tree sap, right? Uh, yep. And we've got blackberry, particularly the thorn.
0: Oh, that makes sense. If you've ever been caught up in a blackberry bush, man, those things will mess you up.
1: I have, and they will. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Uh all right, seasons, autumn, um, especially Samhain.
1: Definitely. Yeah, I definitely found a lot of strong associations with Samhain. Like that's well, that makes sense. Yeah. Is
0: like a, a death goddess and like that's when like the veil is thin. Absolutely. So
1: yeah. All right, so totally. let's see here. We get a little business to take care of, and then we're going to do something a little different.
0: Ooh, I like different. <laughs>
1: Me too. All right, so thank you all so much for listening to Fool's Guide to the Occult, des Um, The work cited will be in the episode description. So head over there to check that out. And then also you can head over to our Patreon at FG2TO to check out the slightly wilder content that we have there.
0: Yeah, that's Patreon.com forward slash fg2to and you cannot google it or look it up because it's It's marked as adult content you have to type it in but but there is
1: a link in the episode description so hopefully that will simplify it for you (laughs) Um, and it's a buck a month minimum and you get everything that we've got there so check it out Mm -hmm.
0: yeah pay what you can if there's deity that you would like to hear us cover um, and do a short profile on, let us know, or a symbol that you'd like us to cover, or a character from history, or a topic you'd or like to see in a regular episode, you <laughs> or you'd just like to ask us a random question, please drop us a line at foolsguide, the number two, the occult at gmail.com. Um, You can also reach us on Insta at Fool's Guide uh, or you could join our Facebook and join our community page off that called Fellow Travelers. And I think the actual link in the like browser would be fellow occult travelers because fellow travelers was already taken. <laughs> but anyway, if you go to our regular Facebook page, you can find it off.
1: Everything's so complicated with us. Uh, <laughs> I know. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. <laughs> All, right. All right. So yes, now that everything is taken care of, we can get down to it. All right.
0: It's it's our intention with each of these episodes moving forward, each of these uh, deity episodes to properly honor the deity by offering a sacrifice
1: at the end of each episode. That is right. So um, some of the traditional sacrifices that we found were, you know, blood, obviously, red meat, probably also, obviously. Uh, Reconstructionist or neo-pagan, you could do red wine.
0: Um, yeah, and there were some other possible associations there. Um, again, like these aren't, wouldn't be traditional um, but uh, red, black or purple rose, uh, mead, whiskey, uh, milk or, you know, really anything of personal value. A sacrifice is supposed to come from it's supposed to be a sacrifice. Right. So it's something of value to you. I've also read that some people have considered offering bullets since she's a goddess of war. I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah, not for sure. Um, I also read somebody saying that they um, were thinking like, you know, offering like an act of bravery in her honor could be like a sacrifice too
0: oh yeah definitely definitely so all right so um do we want to say a few words to this lady
1: yeah so we are going to do the actual offering when we publish this episode but we are gonna go ahead and get it started right now so let's do it yeah hear us lady morgan Maiden, warrior, crone, and crow,
0: we seek your assistance at this time.
1: Accept our sacrifice and grant us your blessings.
0: We offer forth to you with love and respect in our hearts.
1: And are made courageous by faith in your grace within our bones.
0: May our efforts do you honor.
1: In the glory of your name.